Welcome to the She's Electric podcast. We're in the business of helping you to be your best self. Click subscribe so we can help you have more money, more success, more love, more laughter, and more time for you. I'm Pia. And I'm Kaya. Now let's get on with this episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Steve Electric Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I so appreciate your time. It's it's the time of year where we hear a lot of people talking about goal setting. And I really want to challenge you to think about it in a different way. Rather than focusing on what we're going to be doing next year, I want us to get really clear on who we want to be next year. And there is quite a clear distinction between doing versus being a lot of the time we get really really focused on what are the things that we need to do and we kind of lose sight of this other big part of the equation which is who do we need to be many of us are going to be thinking about what are the things that we want to do next year and you know maybe on your list you've got take up running start going to the gym make a lot of money lose weight And the thing about all of these doings is that there's a question underneath that we need to ask ourselves, which is, why are we doing these things? What is the outcome that we're looking for? For years, I promised myself that I'd start running. And the reason that I wanted to start running was because I wanted to lose weight and to have a body that I loved. Deep down, what I actually wanted was to love myself. The method that I was using to to get this outcome of loving myself was funnily enough it was about hating myself every single time that I promised myself that I was going to start running I was setting myself up for failure because I don't like running other people like running it is a mechanism with which you can lose weight but for me it's not something that I am compelled to do I was setting myself up for failure and I was doing this again and again I was repeating a pattern of self-loathing and hoping that I was going to get an outcome of self-love it's ridiculous when I lay it out there and I say it to you like this this is a pattern that I see it often comes up with my clients that They're doing something that they don't want to do because they think they should do it because other people are doing it, but they're not really looking at what is it that they want to feel or they want to achieve. A great place to start when you're thinking about setting yourself up for a great year is to consider what is your definition of success? What does success actually mean to you? we're all different we all want different things there's no right or wrong answer to this question but there is an answer that's right for you when I think about what success means for me the image that keeps coming up is this image of Kate Winslet on the Titanic I'm actually like standing on a rock in the sunshine in India overlooking this beach but the pose is that I've got an open heart and my arms are back and I'm looking towards the sky I find it really interesting that this image keeps coming up for me as I as I've sat with it and I reflected on why it keeps coming up after losing my son earlier this year this coldness that I've experienced in my heart from this loss and there's so much pain that there is this kind of natural reaction to protect myself and to go inwards 
why I keep coming back to this image of having an open heart is that what success means for me is being open-hearted. It's letting go of fear. It's connecting with faith that this is where I'm meant to be. And even though I can't understand why I'm meant to be here right now and make sense of what's happened to me, I don't want to live in a way where I'm closing my heart, where I'm protecting myself. I don't want to be in this position of going in on myself, of protection, of a milestone that are going to signify success for me, that are going to make me feel like this pose, this image of open heart and uninhibited fearlessness. There's a few things that come up. One of the first things that I write down is about money. It's about having a multi-million pound income, having a significant part of passive income. And again, it's like that goal, when I dig a little bit deeper, why do I want this? What is it that I want? I want financial freedom. The other thing that comes up for me is about my marriage. Another milestone is that I have love, connection and passion in my marriage. I've got a whole list of different goals. Some of them are to do with business. Some of them are to do with personal relationships. Some of them are to do with health. What what I've started to do is to categorize them into short, medium and long-term. An example of a short-term goal for me is love connection and passion in my marriage that's something that that I want in the next year an example of a long-term goal is to build our dream house that I know it's in my future with my husband is that we're going to build our forever home and it's going to be our dream house when you just give yourself carte blanche to write down like what are all the things that you desire and these are not goals these are not things that you know oh I must do this next year it's like it's that connection to your definition of success what are the milestones in your life that are going to signify that you've got that success when you start to categorize them into short medium and long term what you start to see is like the short term are the things that are for next year you're going to be thinking about those other things you're sowing the seeds for those medium and longer term options but the short-term things are really what the next 12 months is going to need to focus on Within the the list of things that came out for me for the um, short term, I could begin to categorize them and four categories came up for me. So the first one was like my love union, my marriage. The second one was about my health and my personal development journey. The third category was about my business. And the fourth category was about like our business, this new business that I'm creating with my husband. When I look at those four categories, what's very interesting for me is that in the past, they've been very skewed. I'm skewed towards my business. I'm skewed towards this kind of one pillar, which is actually one of four. So I then want to start to think about how am I going to maintain balance of focusing on all of these four areas rather than just zoning in on my business And why that's very interesting for me is because it comes back to that point that I mentioned at the beginning. There's a lot of doing in my business and the being is is the bit that it's easy to forget about. The being is much more emphasized in my marriage. 
in my health and my personal growth journey, but it's there in my business. And it's revealing to me that that I've got a pattern that I've, I've very focused on doing and I can easily overlook that being part. So now that I've got these four pillars, for my, who knows what could emerge from you if you do this exercise? Maybe you're doing it at the moment as we're going along and some of the things that I'm pulling out are resonating for you or you can already see in your head that there's a particular thing that would be a pillar for you. But all four of these pillars require time, energy, and focus. They are all important. For me personally, incorporating my holistic life into my goal setting feels a lot more fun and exciting and abundant. It feels like less effort. So I'm thinking more about about being and not so much about doing. An important thing that's come up for me is that when I talked before about that image of me being fearless and open-hearted, accepting what's happened to me this year, losing my son, the sentiment that I want to carry with me into 2024 is this sense of my son's spirit being a butterfly that's always with me and around me. I, I, I want to shed this sense of it being a mark on my heart I want it to be instead about movement of light and energy around me and a force within me, not a weight pushing down on me or weighing me down. I recognise that the experience that I've been through has created this very special bond with my husband and that he, he really is a source of love and support and security for me. And that's what makes me feel so energized and excited about pouring into our union and one of the one of the mantras which i've shared with you guys before but is is so pertinent for me in this moment and in the year ahead is that in this moment i am safe and i open my heart to receive the gifts that life has to offer that's my intention for 2024, that sense that in this moment I am safe and that I open my heart to receive the gifts that life has to offer. I've been letting those pillars ruminate, what comes up, what's really important, what do I keep coming back to? For me within health, it's, it's all about rest. It's not about pushing myself, doing more. It's about rest, doing things that are healing and restful when I think about my love union my marriage I'm thinking about it in this very holistic way it's about different things it's about our physical connection our emotional connection friendship and as we're moving into business and building together it's about partnership and it's my practice is that my heart is open and my practice is to cultivate faith having those kind of intentions is really going to guide me just remembering that really all that matters is that I am cultivating rest faith and that my practice is that my heart is open onto my business what I recognize is that it is time for me to get help and I am going to be investing in a VA for 2024 a virtual assistant 
this next year is about systematizing. I've had a great end to the year in terms of income into my business. I've made enough money to cover myself, to cover my operating costs, to pay my salary for another year. My salary that I pay myself is very low, but it's enough for me to live off. I've put those costs aside. So I can see now how much money I've got that I can put back into the business. I mentioned it's all about having systems for everything. Um, And I'm really going into this build phase where I'm not going to be looking at business development immediately. I'm going to be looking at working on my business, not working in my business. I've got clients who are absolutely amazing. I'm working on quite a few programs next year, both for my own business and for other businesses. I need to use the rest of my time to start building the foundations of my business to make it scalable and to make it more easy to bring in people to to do particular tasks for me and that's where the systematizing comes in this is a useful thing to do whether you have a business or not to look at how much money you've got coming in next year what are your outgoings what are your commitments how much money do you need to go on family holidays maybe to put into your savings account you know incorporating all of the things that are part of your life how much money do you have left over that is available for you to invest in in yourself? This is where I'm going to be investing in 2024. So the first place that I'm going to be investing is one-to-one coaching. Last year, I was part of a business accelerator program, and that was an incredible experience. I met Pia on the program. I met such an in- incredible network of peers which have been invaluable to learn from, to get support from. So that really worked for me last year to be in a group container. But for next year, one-to-one coaching is what's right for me. I've got the means to be able to make that investment and it is a hefty investment, but I'm ready to do that deep work. Like with all big investments, when you buy a house or when you do anything that requires a significant investment, there's a level of kind of discomfort and almost fear. But what got you to where you are currently in life is not what's going to get you to the next level. If you are somebody who's looking to grow, an important part of growth is recognizing that there's choices that you have to make along the way about how how fast you want to grow and the level of kind of discomfort that you are willing to put yourself into. Discomfort's going to make you grow faster. The more that you invest in yourself, wisely by all means I don't recommend throwing your money away willy-nilly but I think that when you do invest in expertise you shortcut you learn so much quicker and whether it's a PT whether it's a life coach I don't know what the right answer is for you right now I'm working one-to-one with a life coach we work on things to do with my business but this has been a massive year for me looking at where the blocks are, investing on that vision that I have for myself about having an open heart. The second place that I'm going to be investing this year is in business mentorship. It's different from coaching. Whatever you're trying to do, if you work with somebody who's done it before, they're going to be able to guide you and to also train you. When you pay for mentorship, you have a level of accountability. When you pay up, you show up. The third place that I'm going to be investing in is online learning. I've already made these investments. I have purchased at very different levels. One of the 
online investments that I've made was around £10,000. It was this AI mastery program. Another investment that I've made is around £1,000. It is to do with marketing and copywriting. And I've made another investment that's around about £800, which is also to do with marketing. The level of investment doesn't actually reflect the amount of time and effort that I'm going to be putting into those things. For the AI Mastery Programme, it's a very high level of specific expertise. That's what the high ticket price reflects. There are so many amazing courses available for all kinds of things, whether it's getting rid of sugar in your diet, whether it's to do with learning copywriting like I'm doing. There's so much out there to choose from. The entry point is quite low. The fourth place, sorry, that I am going to be investing in 2024 is in books books are such an incredible resource people spend a lot of time writing books so when you buy somebody's book it really is a culmination of all of the expertise that they've accumulated sometimes we overlook a book you get a lot of detail and so much effort and editing has gone into the creation of a book what what I what I do find is that we can turn ourselves off reading a little bit when it becomes something that's a chore so I like to be really realistic about what I am going to achieve reading wise and I know that the more fiction I read the more learning books that I get through because I like to have variety I don't just like to read business books or books on spirituality or fiction so when I have a selection of books ready to go then I, I, I get into a habit of really reading voraciously. My method for setting myself up for a year of reading is to, to every time I hear somebody mention a book or I see something on social media or where somebody's recommending a book, I have a note section on my phone and I just make a list of books throughout the year, probably about like twice a year. I sit down and I go through the list and I categorize the books and I prioritize them with what I'm most excited about learning or what I'm most excited about reading. And then I buy them all. I buy them on my Kindle and some of them I also get hardbacks. I I love like having a book in my bag. What that means is that I'm planning for success. There's intention behind what I'm reading. I'm curating this experience for myself at the beginning of the year. And that ties back into the online learning as well. I've purchased all of the programs that I'm going to be focusing on in 2024. I'm not going to be buying anything else. I'm not going to be buying things reactively because I know what the areas are that I want to focus on. I've been looking around at the different things that are available and I've made my purchases. And now it's just about executing on those. It's about creating a plan of when I'm going to be doing this learning, what I'm going to be focusing on, how many hours a week I've got. That's one part of it is, you know, what is the online learning? What are the books? That's a very different part from planning how you're going to do the particular things. And then the execution is another part. The next place that I'm going to be investing in 2024 is in resources like actual people in my business I mentioned one of them before which is a virtual assistant and the other place that I'm going to be investing is in a bookkeeper I know who my bookkeeper is going to be already and I'm really excited to start working with her and set up a system which is all about me taking my business a little bit not more seriously but working in more of a 
build sense being systematized with the way that I'm approaching it. I can't wait to start setting up systems with her. And I think that's really going to help me to run my own PL in a much sharper way. With the virtual assistant, I am currently in the process of looking around. There's a couple of people I've had my eye on for a little while, and I've got calls set up with three people in the next couple of weeks just to have a chat with them. I'm going to tell them about what my needs are and just see what what comes up, like how we vibe. I think that that's an interesting thing to do is when you're looking for something, uh, a resource in your life, just not being afraid of having conversations with multiple people because a recommendation is great, but what works for somebody else might not work for you. Certainly true with coaching. There are so many different coaches and what works for somebody else might not work for you. I know that with my coach, she's very spiritual. There is spirituality running through the work that we do. That's what I'm looking for right now. That's a big part of my journey. That's not going to be for everybody. The same with the business mentorship that I'm doing. I'm working with somebody who has specific operational experience. That's also what I'm looking for right now. For somebody else, they might be looking for somebody who's got more of a marketing background. It really depends on what are the things that you enjoy doing um, and what are the things that you want to hand off to somebody else. One of the things that I think is a great place to invest if you don't have a business is with support in your home. It's actually quite a low price tag. You could be somebody who loves cooking. So you you wouldn't necessarily want somebody to help you out with that. You might really hate ironing and hate hoovering and want support with that. But for somebody else, they might have no problem with the cleaning stuff, but they really don't like the kind of food prep stuff, thinking about what they're going to eat in their family. So spending money on simplifying that aspect of their life would be a great investment for them. Investing is very personal to your life and to recognizing what activities are draining for you and what activities you enjoy doing and getting less of the draining things on your plate and more of the enjoyment things on your plate. The last place that I'm going to be investing is slightly different to online learning. It's training. Next year, I am going to start my hypnotherapy vacation with Paul McKenna, which I am so excited about. You will know if you listened to my podcast where I shared the story of losing my son. Having hypnotherapy in the aftermath of that trauma was such a pivotal point for me. It's a modality which I do have experience working with before that. Over the last year, I've used hypnotherapy for money mindset and I found it to be really effective. I'm really excited to add that as a tool to my toolbox. It's something I'm passionate about. I know how much it can change somebody's experience, reprogramming your mind, whether it's confidence or abundance, different energetic states. It's very powerful. So I am excited to study with the master himself, Paul McKenna. I'm going to be using it within the context of the work that I do with clients in shifting different patterns that they might be stuck in. I am currently training as a life coach. I'm already certified as a mental fitness coach and as a business coach and consultant. So why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I I think that continuous improvement, whatever your vocation is, for for you to continue to get better and develop a level of mastery 
I've really enjoyed expanding on my own coaching skills and developing a higher level of mastery in something which I, I love and I'm passionate about and I enjoy and it is my craft. So I've, I've outlined there for you where I'm going to be investing in 2024. And the next thing that I want to talk about is, is how I'm setting a system up around myself to set myself up for success. As I mentioned, I've already invested in most of these things. Now I'm spending time creating a plan around how I'm going to keep myself accountable and how I'm going to track myself to stay on track. When 2024 rolls around, for me, it's going to be all about executing. In 2024, I want to be looking at my plan. I don't want to be formulating my plan. There's always going to be planning going on for me on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. But that's got to be attached to my overall plan for the year. The through line for this, where we started, was with the question, what is my definition of success or what's your definition of success? What does it mean to you? As I shared with you, I had that one particular vision that was all about having my heart open. These pillars emerged. What my plan is going to be all about is about doing things that matter to me, doing things that are aligned with creating my definition of success. That's going to be different for everybody. I love simplicity. I really like to keep things super simple. I think that's what helps keep you on track. You'll remember there were a couple of mantras that I mentioned that I had for my particular category. One of them is that my practice is that my heart is open. My practice is to cultivate faith. Having those, you know, reminders that are very succinct can be powerful to keep you on track when you've got this very clear intention that's about the way that you're being rather than what you're doing that can knock you on track and it can give you information about when you're off track you can see that I've got this real focus on who am I being but there are going to be elements of doing in there I'm going to just talk to you a little bit about my different categories and where the being comes in and how that translates into doing. My first category of health, the way that I'm going to be being is I'm going to be being slow to go fast. I'm going to be being restful, being peaceful, being healthy. And what that means from a doing sense is that I'm going to be going to bed early I have a pattern of finding it quite difficult to get myself to bed early. So this is my intention is very granular on this. It's a certain number of days per week. I need to be in bed by this time. Another thing that is really top of mind for me is that I want phones out of the bedroom in 2024. I've been talking to my husband about this. I want us both to commit to this, that there are no phones in the bedroom. The bedroom is for sleep and for sex. That's it. I'm really excited to have that come into play. We need to prepare. We need to have an alarm clock because there are no phones in our room in 2024. Another thing that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking one day off per week. I don't take any calls on a Wednesday and I'm going to maintain that, but I'm going to go one step further where there's just no work happening. Um, another thing I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be walking outside every day. 
it really helps me to be in motion. There are days since I've lost my son that I, I find it hard to get out of bed. And I, I hate the sensation of feeling stuck. In order for me to empathize with myself and acknowledge whatever emotion that I'm experiencing, that that emotion is okay, that, that doesn't mean that I'm not encouraging myself to do things that are good for me acknowledging that I feel despair or I feel heavy or I feel sad, reminding myself that that's understandable. That comes with the encouragement and the commitment that going outside is achievable every day. So by by not putting any sort of metric on this of, you know, 10,000 steps or this or this or this, it's just walking outside every day. I know that the hardest part for me is getting myself outside. Once I'm outside, I always feel better. It's that commitment that I'm going to be doing that every day. The other things for me are meditation and journaling. Those are things that I'm going to be doing from that place of love. I know that these work. I know that they support me. I know that they make me feel all of the things that I want to feel. They are so in alignment with my definition of success. So my next category of love union, I'm going to be being intentional in prioritizing my marriage. I'm going to be being holistic in the way that I'm focusing on my marriage. Those those things I talked about before, it's the friendship and fun, the physical connection. It's also romance. And it's also that partnership as we build a business together. The things that I'm going to be doing in this category, I mentioned before, like no phones in the bedroom. Also, um, we're going to be doing um, pickleball like once a week. We're we're moving to Portugal in the new year. And uh, if you guys don't know what pickleball is, it's a craze across the world. It's um, small tennis courts that you play with a bat and ball. It's a lot easier than tennis, I think. it's People really like it because it's very fun and communal and you can just kind of join games and there's lots of clubs everywhere. So um, we're going to be doing pickleball together once a week. Um, and the other thing that... I'm going to be doing is working out with my husband once a week that's a joint commitment that we've made that that we want to do um some of these kind of categories begin to blur together so they're going to help my health the next pillar of my business the big thing that comes up for me in terms of the way that I'm going to be being is that I'm going to be being the CEO I'm going to be being out of daily operations And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be outsourcing. I'm going to be doing online learning. I'm going to be doing coaching. When it comes to our business, what I'm going to be being is I'm going to be being a partner. That's quite different. Being in business with my husband is is very different. My, My own personal business, it's my business. I decide. The buck stops with me. I'm in total control. So With our business, I'm laser focused on the fact I'm going to be being a partner. I'm going to be being collaborative and I'm going to be being open hearted and open minded. And I've actually only got one thing which I'm going to be doing uh, when it comes to our business. And that's committing to a particular date for when we're going to do our soft launch. I hope that you have enjoyed listening to me go through the way that I'm approaching setting myself up for success for 2024 and that it might have given you some inspiration 
for what you might do to set yourself up for 2024. And I'd love to just end this episode by asking you a couple of questions. What is your definition of success? And why do you really want the things that encompass what you define as success? What's the actual desire? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of She's Electric. I'm sending you all so much love. Have a great day. Thank you for giving us your time. Did you know that you could change someone's day to day just by sharing this episode? Our mission is to help women. We all want more money, more success, more love, more laughter and more time for ourselves. Women Helping Women is how we're going to get there. 